Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Life of Riley. Today on the podcast, I'm going to be giving a rundown of how you can start your own podcast. Ever since I launched Life of Riley, I've gotten lots of questions from different people asking about how to start their own, what's it like, what are the steps, and I'm here to answer all of your questions. So if you're interested in how I started mine or you would like to start your own, stay tuned. Happy holidays, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. It is almost Christmas here. I'm recording this today on December 23rd. Tomorrow is Christmas Eve. I'm home in Roseville at my parents' house for the um, Christmas break, and I am having the best time. I'm sitting at my kitchen counter. I have a spiced chai latte that I made. I just had the most delicious breakfast. It's my favorite breakfast. I like um, like smoked salmon, lox, and cream cheese bagel, so I made one of those myself at home with sourdough toast and red onion and tomatoes and capers and dill. Oh, it was so good. And now I'm ready to record this podcast for you guys. So we're going to get into it. I'm going to answer all the questions that I've received about starting your own podcast. And you'll get to hear a little bit about my journey and how I got here today. So let's go ahead and get started. So kind of a special day that we're recording this on. Today, December 23rd, marks the three-month anniversary of Life of Riley. I launched on September 23rd of 2019, and it is now December 23rd. And the podcast is going very well, for those of you asking. Things have been going... Um, just better than I could have expected. We have thousands and thousands of downloads at this point, and we have more ratings and more reviews, and they keep coming in, and I am just couldn't be more pleased with the podcast, and I'm very pleased to hear that you guys are enjoying it because I certainly enjoy making it. So let's get started. Let's get into the nuts and bolts of how you can start your own podcast. So the first thing that you want to do when you're starting your own podcast is come up with your idea or your concept and then do research on the competition. Not that that's super important because <clears throat> as podcasts kind of start out, it, the competition isn't really that important because you're not really a competition yourself because you're so small, but just do research on what other kinds of podcasts are out there that are similar to yours and listen to them, do some research and figure out what they're doing and what works for them. So once you have your idea and your concept, you want to come up with your name and your logo design. And this was so much fun for me. So Life of Riley stemmed from the saying, like living the life of Riley, which I'm not exactly sure where that comes from, but um, I've heard it over the years. And it basically just means like you're living a good life, like things are going well for you, you have a charmed life. And I thought it was a cute little play on words. And of course, my name is Riley. So Life of Riley was born. And I used a website called Canva, C-A-N-V-A. I'll link it in the description of this episode. And that's how I designed my logo, like my pink logo that says Life of Riley. Um, that you guys see on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you listen. I designed that myself on Canva. I just went with something simple. I recommend something simple um, just because it's easy for people to identify, especially because like on a cell phone or on an iPhone or a tablet or something, the logo is pretty small that people see. So if it's anything too intricate, it won't translate very well. So I suggest going simple, a bold color. Pink is my favorite color. So pink was a very easy choice for me, but it was also a pretty bold and bright color, which I think helps to identify your podcast easily when people are scrolling through. The next step is to get your equipment. So you're going to want to buy a microphone or two and make sure that you have all of your editing equipment. 
I use the Blue Snowball Ice microphones, and I just got them off Amazon. They were about $35 each. I will link them. And I have two. So I have one for myself, and then I have one for guests whenever I have them. I'm thinking about getting more as I start to add maybe like interviewing two people at a time. But for right now, I have two, and it works very well. The next thing you're going to want equipment-wise is an external hard drive. This can be a little bit expensive. You can find them on Amazon for about $60, but an external hard drive is just going to ensure that when you're recording, you have enough space because you don't want to run out of space and then stop recording and lose all your audio or like think that you're recording for an hour and really nothing's been saved. So an external hard drive I think is really important. The next thing is a four port USB mini adapter. And that's just like a little contraption that you plug into the USB port that allows you to have multiple plugins at a time. So for example, if you needed to plug in two microphones and an external hard drive all at the same time, you would need one of these adapters. Uh, And that's like seven or $10 on Amazon. I'll link one. And then the last thing is you're going to need your editing equipment and your recording equipment. So I use GarageBand. I have a MacBook Air and I just use GarageBand to record. That's how I record and edit. I record directly into GarageBand and then I edit it from there. Um, It's very easy. Also, I know Audacity is a good editing software. It's free. I'm not really familiar with Audacity, but I know that it's free. So feel free to download that if you don't have an Apple product and you can't use GarageBand. The next step, step four, is to create an account on a podcasting host website. So I use a website called Podbean, but there are many options for you, and I will link an article with a lot of great options in the description of this. I pay $15 a month for my hosting service. So when you first sign up, the first like, I think it's like the first five hours of content are free. So you can upload podcasts for free for the first couple hours. And if you're enjoying it and it's going well, then you can pay for a subscription to have unlimited hours of podcasts uploaded to your site. So the reason you need a podcasting host website is it's actually what gives you the RSS feed that links to iTunes or Spotify or Google Play, wherever you want your listeners to get your um, content from. So what you do is you upload it to the podcasting host website. That's also where you write your description, your episode name, you put in your little um, graphic. For me, it's my logo. And that's how you upload your podcasts to iTunes. So the next thing you're going to want to do is record your first episode. And that's the fun part. So I try and do as little editing as possible when it's just me talking. It's kind of easier than when I'm interviewing someone because I already know what I'm going to say a little bit. I have the general points laid out and I can just talk extemporaneously and it ends up pretty okay. So I try and do as little editing as possible. You should try to do that as well because um, you don't want to like take up too much of your time and you don't want to get frustrated. So Try and keep your editing to a minimum. I then added my music. So the little intro and outro songs that you guys hear are actually from a royalty-free website. I use Ben Sound, and I will link them in the description box as well. But I get a royalty-free song, and that's what I play at the beginning and end of every episode, just because I think it makes it sound a little bit more professional, and I like it. I think it's fun music. And then the last thing you're going to want to do in the editing process is export it to an MP, um, pardon me, export it as an MP3 file to your external hard drive. So I have a folder in my external hard drive for all my podcasting stuff and you export it as an MP3 file and that's what makes it convertible to go onto your podcasting host website. So once it's edited, you're going to put it on the hosting platform. 
And when you put it on your hosting platform, you're going to upload the file and you're going to create a title for that episode. You're going to add a little description about what the episode's about. And I also link the Royalty Free Music website to give them credit. And I also link my Instagram handle in the description of every episode. The next step is where it's going to sound kind of tricky, but I promise you it's really, really not. It's all self-explanatory if you just try it. You're going to want to upload it to iTunes. And um, you're only going to have to do this once. So once you've already connected to the iTunes store or the Apple podcast store, it's very easy to continue to maintain your episodes. So in order to do it for the first time, you're going to want to go to the iTunes store and go to Apple podcasts. Once you're in Apple podcast, there's going to be a little button that you click kind of in the bottom right hand corner, and it's going to say upload a podcast (laughs) and you're going to create your podcast. So you're going to give it a title. You're going to give it a description. You're going to um, pick the category that it's in. My podcast is in the society and culture category with the subcategory of personal journals, but you can choose whatever you want. And you're going to upload your cover art or your logo. And then you're going to copy and paste your RSS feed. And your RSS feed is what you get from your podcasting host website. So Podbean, in my case. You literally copy and paste the link that it generates. You put it in iTunes and you submit it and you wait for approval. And that takes about 24 hours. And iTunes basically looks at your podcast. They make sure that... um, It fits into the category that you submitted, that it's appropriate. Um, They make sure you don't have to like label it as explicit if you use explicit language or anything like that. And then they approve it. And then it's live on Apple Podcasts. It's very easy. So um, in order to put it on Spotify and Google Play, it's basically the same process. I actually found it easier on Spotify and Google Play. Um, But it's kind of that same process. But Apple Podcasts is the main one that I, I use. I track my stats on Apple Podcasts. I don't track stats on Spotify or Google Play. Um, even though I know that a lot of you guys listen on Spotify, I don't track those stats as much. So once it's approved, you can share your link with your listeners and get people to start listening. When you, as you continue to record more podcasts, you're going to want to post on a regular posting schedule. I post every Monday, but you can post on whatever day you want, as often as you want, just keep it consistent because it really does give the listeners something to look forward to and it just makes your life a little bit easier and it makes your podcast a little bit more professional. Once you start recording more episodes, it's very easy to put them on Apple Podcasts. All you do is you do the same process, you record on GarageBand or whatever software, export it to an MP3, upload it to your hosting website, And then you go to your iTunes account with Apple Podcasts and you just refresh the feed. And then within, you know, a couple minutes, it's up on Apple Podcasts, it goes live and everyone that's subscribed will get a notification and people that aren't subscribed can see on your social medias or wherever you post it that you've added a new episode. So once you're kind of in and going... I suggest that you start tracking your statistics. So your listeners, how many listeners you're getting, how many downloads you're getting, how long people are listening. You can actually see like what percentage of the episodes are actually being fully listened to. You can see demographics as far as like where your listeners come from. So for me, I can see that my listeners come from North America and Australia. um, And it kind of just depends. So kind of like a fun little anecdote about tracking your stats. I think it's really, really fun. So when I first launched this podcast, within the first like 24 hours of launching, I got an email from Apple saying that I was charting. And I was like, what does that mean? I didn't really understand it. And basically, 
once you hit a certain, uh, pardon me, once you hit a certain threshold of listeners, you start charting and Apple starts tracking your podcast. So within that first 24 hours, thanks to you guys, all of you listening, seriously, it started charting and I watched it and it was moving up in the charts and up in the charts. And the way the charts work is you can, um, you can chart based on your category. So I'm in the society and culture category with a subcategory of personal journals. And there's like hundreds of thousands of podcasts in this category. It's like 500,000 podcasts or something like that um, in society and culture. And like, I don't know, 100,000 in personal journals. But I had started charting and I literally screenshotted it because it was so cool. Um, But within like the first 24 or 48 hours, I was number 35 on the podcast charts, which is crazy. Like literally crazy. Like the podcast I was with, I was like up with like BBC radio and TED Talks and the Perez Hilton podcast was right above me and Lena Dunham's podcast was like right below me. It was crazy. Um, But that has to do not with, not to be like misleading. It doesn't have to do with listenership as much as it does like your, your trending and your engagement. So I had a really high engagement based on my followership and my listenership. And um, it was so cool. I took a screenshot of it. It was so much fun. I'm no longer like 35 in the charts or 34, whatever it was. Um, I'm much lower now. But for a very short period of time, I had made it up in the charts and Apple had contacted me and I had talked to them about it. And it was such a, such a cool thing. So thank you guys for that. Honestly, that was because of you. And that can happen for your podcast too. Once you post it and it starts getting going, it's really important to track those sorts of statistics because it helps you to make episodes better for your listeners and it helps you to see what's most popular, what kinds of episodes are the most popular, and it's a really great kind of tool. So basically, that's how you start a podcast. That's how you do it. That's how I did it. It was so much fun. I just encourage all of you to try it and just have fun and be creative. It's the best creative outlet I could possibly have. It is the best hobby. It's so fulfilling. It's so much fun. It's so easy. It's not that hard. I think that podcasting is an amazing platform because it reaches the most amount of people. Um, but like, you don't have to like get all dressed up like you're going on camera or something. Like I'm sitting here in my dad's college USC sweatshirt and like sweatpants with no makeup. And um, it's cool. It's all good. You know, so I just I encourage all of you to try it. If you have any questions, please don't hesitate to reach out. Um, my email is Riley R. Carroll at gmail.com R I L E Y R C A R R O L L at gmail.com. I'd be happy to answer any questions. I try and answer them. I get some DMs. I try and answer them the best I can. But I'm hoping that this is really helpful and I hope that you guys start your own podcast. Please share them with me if you um, decide to start your own. I would love to share it on here and get some of my listeners to come listen to yours. So um, thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful holiday season and I will see you next time on The Life of Riley.